When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning. What do we have here? A special morning edition of Lulz. We flexed it to Friday and we have a special best ball edition. Brian has a very slick new app that you can overlay in your underdog drafts. You can get all kinds of information there alongside you while you're drafting. So you don't have to memorize the week 17 schedule on your own. You can get your exposures in there, anything you want. It's fully customizable. So we're going to hop in a BBM three draft today. See what it's like to draft with the brick assistant. Let's do it. I, does he think? I it's think he thinks go. this. He thinks this is a go. Vegas Dave thinks this is a go. Hot naked girls doing yoga. What? Why don't you just win like a man? Random.org. Type <laughs> in one for yes, two for no. Let the DFS guys pick for you. And I'm absolutely begging you not to do bus. <laughs> Please don't do bus. Brian, I uh, normally, as I don't know if you've seen with my Monday drafts, people want the coffee pour, and yet I've been in an iced coffee kick lately, had my iced coffee this morning, and then go, shit, we're doing a morning thing. I need to make at least one cup of coffee so people get the coffee pour. Feel free. So you're, you're, you're going hot? I mean, I just made one cup, literally a prop cup of Joe uh, for for the people this morning, but uh, it's it's even earlier for you. Oh, it's it's nine a.m. though. It's not like that early. You're right. It's early right. for I poker don't... players, but <laughs> that's right. Um, so like I mentioned at the top, we uh, I thought this was a good excuse. I was busy Wednesday, uh, but also had been talking with Brian and wanting to showcase this new uh, app you've been working on. Anyone who regularly watches Lulz has heard us mention this and has heard about Brian's site. But Brian, why don't you tell people kind of, you know, at least from a high level perspective, uh, what you've been working on? Sure. It's pretty simply just an overlay app that I got the idea from the old poker softwares like Poker Tracker that would overlay uh, hand history data of your opponents right on the site so you could get a feel for their play. And you and what it really did was make it easy to multi-table poker. So you could play like 6, 10, 15. Some guys were playing like 20 or 40 tables. I thought they were winning money, but that's a different story. <laughs> um and uh, I really just stole that idea because I had uh, I was doing um, uh, uh, prop pricing myself last year, P. What is it, a while ago? Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass going back and forth from your spreadsheet to the website, from your spreadsheet to the second website. If you're trying to line shop and stuff. Yeah. 
So I built, uh, I was had hired someone to build this app for me. And then I'm like, well, why not just, you know, sell it? Like this is uh, other people could use it too. It doesn't hurt me any. Like I'm yeah. going to get my bets in. They could do it, whatever they want. And it kind of just evolved from there to, um, to this now too, with the uh, rise in popularity of like the pickums and, and best ball. And so this also works with best uh, with the pickums too. Yeah. Um, but my original idea was in our world, most people are like Osmo subscribers or ETR subscribers or something. Not everyone, obviously, but a lot of people. And you could kind of just leverage that info, uh, you know, download their CSV, upload it right to the app, and it'll overlay right on like the DraftKings. There you go, the DraftKings um, uh, uh, player prop portion of their yeah. sports book. Um, and then with best ball, I'm like, oh, actually, why not do best ball too? Uh, th- these these sites, Osmo and ETR, they all, they have like best ball rankings and differential and all sorts of stuff. And some sites have actual season long projections. And um, so I started having them add best ball. And then I was picking your brain, like what else? What else could we put on this stuff? And so we came up with a whole bunch of different information that might be useful to people. Yeah. And it's cool. I know like one of the feature requests that underdog gets constantly is to be able to toggle back and forth between ranks and ADP. And I've definitely dealt with this too. Like if I load, you know, say ETRs rankings in there, um, you're always trying to balance, right? This idea of you want to get value on your plays. If, if ETR is considerably ahead of market on a player, you're going to end up with them on every team. And so knowing ADP allows you to be patient, pick your spots, making sure you're getting it at a good value. And so so this kind of overlay I found incredibly helpful too. Like you said, with rankings, the things I was uploading in there and you guys will see today are the week 16 and week 17 schedule. If you don't have all those memorized yet, I think the coolest one that I added in was, and you had it in for me, was the exposures because that's a big one right now where you're on the clock, you're deciding between two players. Like I'm pretty humble with my, with my player selection approach. I don't think I have a huge edge on two specific players, but if I notice I have 30% of one guy and 2% of the other, and they're similar probability bet, having that just flashed in front of me is going to help me make better decisions. I think throughout the draft. Yeah, definitely. I mean, portfolio management best ball, I think is an important thing that doesn't get a lot of uh, play out there, but um and you know, Pete, it seems like too when they just did a super new super flex, and the ADPs yeah. for that are just like ported over from Best Ball. Yeah. So that's not going to work. So like for there, I would overlay whoever's rankings you trust or make your own up, and just overlay those and just forget about the Best Ball the rankings. There's no way Taylor's number one in super flex, right? No. And we were talking yeah. about this on splash play yesterday that our theory was, cause it was like, how did these rankings get made? And our theory was they had a super flex contest earlier in the off season. Mm-hmm. And we think they just ported over what they initially brought in for that one. And then just copied that for this one. And so you had really weird ones where like, we took uh, Desmond Ritter super late and he's, you know, rookie quarterback on the, the Falcons that might uh, start this year and, you know, he's he's getting drafted in some BBM3 draft, but he was just buried 
in the super flex ADP in a way it's like, no, this is super flex and a rookie who could come on late. Like this should be a more premium pick. So it, before that ADP adjusts, stuff like this, uploading your own information would give you a massive edge before the ADP gets super efficient. The, in the beginning, the beginning of the year when their ADP might not be right. Um, yeah. You upload whoever your favorite rankings are and go off. You probably have an edge the first, what, you know, what month until those ADPs really start dialing in. Um, and also P2, this is obviously everyone loves football, but it works yeah. on all their other ones too. If you want to do NBA or like they have a PGA one I saw, which I think has like 20,000 the first, I don't know. I yeah. saw some PGA one they launched. You could upload Rufus Peabody's projections or whatever, whoever, or Osmos or whoever you get or your own and draft off that. Yep. And, or the, uh, I just the, pulled- they have daily ones too. They have like daily just pick someone you could upload uh, the MLB projections for that day and just do a day one. It works with all of them. Yeah. And that's what I think is going to be fun is you're going to get to pick and choose what stuff you want in there. You can customize it to your heart's content or Brian in this next update is going to have kind of a batch of, you know, turnkey out of the box ones for maybe the most popular. So as intensive as you want this to be or customizable, you can make it. Um, I just pulled in, this is a slow draft I'm in right now, a BBM three. And you can see the things I had added in here. Week 16 opponent for the giants, week 17 opponent, and then my current exposures, which is one of the things I'm, I'm most excited about here. And then the other really, Really cool feature and i have a i have cowboys on this one so if you scroll down here uh and brian i know you mentioned in light mode it like pops a little better but i like it here yeah. in dark mode too but well, i just have a click, light shading you can click the What's top that? right the light mode right oh, there. oh yeah just duh. see ah my eyes <laughs> <laughs> um i think i told them to make this a little lighter on night mode um and then they sent me an update and it broke the whole thing. So uh, I didn't upload it. I'm like, that's not going to work. So I don't know. But you said you like it. I like it. What extension shows exposure like that? The one we fucking been talking about for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> it, I do. Okay. So we should probably back up a little bit here too. So uh, if yeah. you are just tuning in, I do have the link down below. It's, uh, it's on brick75.com. It's the Sports HUD tab. And uh, right now there is a two two day free trial with it, so you can try it out. I'm using it in Chrome, and um, right now those turnkey kind of out of the box stuff isn't there yet. So you have to upload your own CSV. But Brian has kind of the CSV template to make sure that's easy. And what would you say, Brian? I, I know you don't want to spend your entire life doing you know tech support, but is is people tagging you in Discord kind of the best way if they have questions? Yeah, tag me in Discord or tag me you know. It in the lulls forum too, or DM me. Yeah, um, it is. It is. Uh, Mozilla is in their store though, and that links on there too. So Mozilla, you could just go to the store and download it right to your, uh, to your browser. Chrome, Chrome will be too eventually. Hopefully, they're like tougher to get on, and they're very uh, skittish with like anything related to gambling. Yeah, but there are other best ball like apps or i should say underdog overlays on the site so hopefully they'll approve it um but that's the reason i haven't put it up on there um is because they'll probably they might deny it and i want kind of and it takes so long i want like a more a less beta version to go up so if it does get approved it's actually the one i want up there but eventually hopefully that'll be all automated but mozilla already is automated 
So lots of questions in the chat about does this work on phone, which the answer is going to be no, as far as no. I understand. Yeah. No, I haven't even talked to him about that. I know a lot of people do it on um, the phone. I imagine that's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. And like, could you even see it on your phone? I mean, um, you, you, you could, but I think people aren't realizing to the way this stuff works with the kind of chrome app overlays it's just so much easier to do in a web setting you would i i don't even know if it would be possible because you can't really do app overlays like you can't overlay one app over another app in like android or ios i seriously doubt it i seriously doubt it and you know just take you know you'll just take the ev off those phone donkeys you know <laughs> Well, and I, and I think Brian said it at the top, what he was thinking through was kind of from the poker perspective of the multi-tablers. And, you know, obviously it's it's pretty impossible to, to multi-table on the phone. And I get it. One of the best things about the underdog experience is how incredible their mobile app is. I, I end up end up doing, I don't know, I'm probably like 60% desktop drafts, 40% mobile. Um, but I do think where you really leverage this tool is if you do want to sit down, say they, you know, the Superflex puppy, that's going to fill by next week at this rate. And you want to get four drafts up at once. You're on your desktop. You yeah. have all this information here. I saw Liam doing 10 in 10 different tabs yesterday. It would be a nightmare to pull that off, uh, in my opinion, without having some kind of, uh, assistance there. Yeah, especially with Superflex, which I saw, I watched the stream for a bit, and I'm like, God, I would definitely be using this app because you have so many QBs in Superflex. Like the, it'd be so easy to to pick out your stacks as you're popping between ten different drafts without uh, trying to time out. Yeah. Uh, Alex says this uh, is feeling almost as slow as a solo spag stream because it's only sharps watch this draft, and sharps don't want to get in drafts with each other. <laughs> So that's why that's why I don't blame anyone for getting it here. And also, we you see it too. It's hilarious when the puppy was closed and BBM three was the only show in town. These BBM three drafts like autofill. Whereas right now, when there's a five dollar draft, it's just everyone is pummeling entries, myself included. Like I'm only going to draft in the puppy probably these next few days. But I did want to do a BBM three draft here this morning just because that's where I have all my exposures and this information. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could uh, always switch out the exposures to the other one too, but yeah. Um, uh, it also it works on drafters too. Um, yeah, OX was asking about FFPC. Um, that would probably be a good one for you to add as well. Um, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't see a lot. I would. I said this in the Discord. Like anything that would you know be useful for people signing up because it's like a cost benefit analysis right where it's like i have to pay someone it takes time away it takes time away from them updating other cool things like you know the sports betting stuff so uh and if i'm going to do that for you know one sub like it's kind of a waste right now until this thing's more out of beta yeah but like i, I mean obviously that would work um we, we have drafters i was thinking i was thinking honestly DraftKings next or maybe yeah. even maybe even Yahoo like Yahoo just seems like f f you know free donkey money there like <laughs> those drafts like uh and and like the ADP's not as sharp like you could port the ADP from underdog over on the you know overlay to drafters or 
um, what's it called, or to Yahoo yeah. or whatever, and then use the the sharp ADP there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I appreciate everyone's uh, suggestions, but like Brian said, you know, rolling this out one step at a time, there's significant, you know, development costs here. Um, so this is actually a funny spot because I love Justin Jefferson. I love Jamar Chase. I was like, can I use my exposures to break a tie? But Brian, we are dead even at 12% here. See, and this is why I like the strength of schedule little tool we made instead of week 16, 17. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, yeah, go ahead. I don't know who is a good opponent in week 17. Like I, I, I imagine with the weather, it's not going to be great with Buffalo at home yeah, or that, it's at home. So it's in Cincy, but it's not even that great. Right? No, I, it is something that I've been considering here too. And I mean, I was just happy in that context to play the ADP game because, you know, you can generally get Jamar chase one pick later. Um, sometimes you'll get a rogue, um, running back drafter take like Derrick Henry and you can get Jamar chase at six where just Jefferson seems to really be settling into this pocket, uh, in yeah. three and four. So, and like you said, um, he is not, I believe, uh, his uh his playoff schedule is a little bit better on the whole um and that's that's kind of the interesting thing about that Bengals bills game and a lot of people have you know that was the trendy game right out of the gate but then you look at both the Bengals and the bills every single one of their week 15 through 17 games is is outdoors no no dome games no warm weather games right yeah and that'll be another thing too with the next update is if you forget if you want to look at some other column you just click and pick the new column that you want added and it'll refresh and then that'll be on there too so yeah um yeah i'm sure there's some other things too as hopefully more people use this that they'll suggest that would be useful to people this is something we were talking about before the stream pete is like um, you like do these so much, you have all this info memorized and like, you know, who you want and stuff like that. For me, I need the basic stuff still. Yeah. Like who's on what team, what happened in the off season? Like who are the rookies, sophomore players, stuff like that's helpful for me. Or I put like ETRs differential from underdog ADP. That's like a nice tiebreaker for me at the very least. Yeah. Like, Oh, they got this guy 16. I'll take him obviously. And like, yeah. I only have like six drafts done so far. So like my exposures don't even matter yet. Right. So like, it depends on where you are and what information you want to use. For sure. And I think that's the, you, you know, we, the suggestions for, for the phone or other sites. I mean, the things you guys can reasonably suggest is basically any kind of data that could be uploaded in a CSV upload. Um, yeah. Even if you, if you have your own player targets, and you want to create a spreadsheet and have, you know, a star or an asterisk and have that as a column you upload just so you can quickly identify your personal targets, like kind of uh, the there's basically uh, unlimited options from that standpoint. Yeah, you could like even put like your rankings in there and under Gronk, Gronk put like D, you know, do not draft or something, <laughs> you know, DND. And then it'll put DND next to his name. You know, obviously most people aren't going to forget that he's retiring, but like, you know, donkeys like me, that first day he retired, I had to like, I was like, why is no one taking Gronk? Like, oh, that's right. <laughs> you missed that, that news blurb. Yeah. So like you can put letters or, or numbers, it doesn't matter. And it works on all the sports. That's right. 
That's why now, you know, ship chasing, uh, you know, we have our clips. I, I can have a reminder next to a player, roll the clip if you draft that player there. Uh, and uh, Nice little pr- reminder, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So this will be, uh, we'll be picking here at 2-9. This is a pretty wide receiver heavy room. Um, did Aaron Jones go super early? Did I miss that? Oh, yeah. Aaron Jones went at 2-2. Don't see that often. T Higgins goes here. Um, I have been really uh, kind of just sticking to to ADP in these first few rounds lately, just to kind of balance out my stuff. Looks like I am a little light on yeah. Saquon here, and he does play Minnesota Week 16. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go there. Okay. The uh, Tyreek Hill. Like, what do you? What is the data about this? I always felt when I was grinding home leagues as a young man, you know, back in the day when everyone did home leagues that when a a stud wide receiver got traded to a new team, I would kind of like stay away from them. Like remember Randy Moss and stuff like that. Like you never knew. Well, what was interesting is in Rotoviz had an article about that uh, a couple years ago too. And I think the market was definitely factoring that in at least sharp markets. And then Mm. we had kind of two outliers that kind of ruined it, right? We had the DeAndre Hopkins season with Arizona. And then we had the massive Steph Diggs season with Buffalo as well when he changed teams. And so I think people started to layer on like, is this guy, you know, an alpha stud, like a top 10 wide receiver in the league? Maybe it doesn't matter, but then this offseason, we've had so many of these now with Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. I do think that's going to really be put to the test, and specifically with Tyreek Hill and Adams, right? They, they have pretty big quarterback downgrades going from Rodgers to Carr. I guess you could argue that's not as massive, but certainly Mahomes to Tua is a is a you know huge cliff. So I think there's reasons to be worried about Tyreek Hill for sure. Yeah, definitely. What was he going last year? You remember? He was going, I want to say like one eight, one nine, uh, in that maybe a little bit later. I remember him and Kelsey were always going like back into the first. Like that's something I would wouldn't mind as a column is like how much different are they from last year? Because some of these guys just had bad seasons. Right. Right. Yeah, it is uh it is tricky. I mean, AJ Brown is another one of those guys, although I'm kind of thinking for him, I think it's a little bit of an upgrade of situation. Um, so we are on the clock here. I have so much AJ Brown, as you can see, because I feel like there's kind of a tear gap here and this is where these exposures are really helpful to me. What if we do this? I know this Mm -hmm. is slight reach. I have, it says I have 0% Michael Pittman, which yeah, you did. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and he plays the giants in week, uh, 17. So why don't we, uh, yeah, take them if you, if you want, there's no time left anyways. Um, the, o- the only thing that could have been wrong there is because when I upload, did this for you, I, uh, put ETRs names in instead of underdogs names and they don't have exact names yeah. match the match. So like Michael Pittman jr. Might not have matched up with Michael Pittman or something like that. Yeah. I want to say, I'm, do you remember I have, taking I, him? I feel like I have a couple, but the thing is, is the zero is honestly probably closer because he's not been a guy I've really been getting. Um, it also, it, that might be off, but I don't think it's off by more than a couple okay. percentage points. Yeah. But I do think, and this is why it's so, you can see there with my AJ Brown stuff, right? Like I do want to be making bets on players that I think are maybe slightly mispriced by the market. But I also, even though I prefer other guys to Pittman, 
what I like about this is I literally use that knowing I have very little exposure. Oh, by the way, he has week 17 correlation with the guy I just made a big bet on in the second round. Like just, I want to be very smart about when I am drafting players. I'm not quite as high on, but that felt like a good permission and excuse in that scenario to take a player like him. Okay. I just looked through your CSV. You did, you haven't drafted Pittman in the one you sent me. Wow. So 0%. I must have, I think I must have drafted him in some of the puppies, but yeah, 0% in BBM3. There you go. And that goes back to that thing. I'm low on Michael Pittman. Do am I so low that I want to be 0% on, on well, Michael Pittman? If it's here's the thing, too. I was just thinking when you were going through that is like, okay, do you give up like with Kamara? Obviously, you want running, you want wide receivers, right? Like, um, but how many spots do you allow that to go down? Uh, how many spots do you force to take a wide receiver or something? And then, like like you said there, where you have exposures that are off, like how many do you drop down to balance, you know, balance your portfolio a little bit? Yeah. I, I, I love how this is. We have one person calling me a donkey for 0% Pittman with a massive upgrade at QB. And then we have other people saying uh, Pittman at cost is dumb. So this is the whole thing. I, I don't have confidence. I have slight confidence that Pittman's slightly overpriced, but not enough to have, you know, 0% and full fade him. Yeah. It's gotta be annoying. Like I, obviously I haven't played a ton of basketball, but um, where you have like, I don't know, 50% of some guy like, and then you're like, how did I end up with 50% of this guy? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So this will be like Cam Akers. I don't know. I know Cam Akers. Someone iffy like Cam Akers. You're like, how do I have 35% Cam Akers? (laughs) Yeah. This, you know, I kind of feel naked here. Normally your exposures are hidden, you know, beneath your own settings here. And I'm just, you know, sharing all my dirty laundry. Yeah, I I look through yours. You like Hall. Um, you like um, oh god, some guy I didn't even know who he was. Like re, re, running back Richard or something. Oh, Rashad First White. Team. Yeah, yeah, him. You seem to take a lot of. You didn't like Montgomery and Pittman. I um yeah, so I'm just gonna take Deontay Johnson here. Slides what five picks past ADP. Only have seven percent of him. No correlations, but I. I think there's a tear gap after him to Terry and a Robin Metcalf. So I'll, I'll scoop him here. Yeah. He, he went fast in the ones I've been in lately. Have you done, um, were you doing puppies or best ball manias? I did this one, the $25 one. Yeah. I want that yep. big payout. Pete. I want that money. Two milli. I want a milli. What? I want Two million. Um, Yes, I saw some people in the chat talking about uh, exposure issues. Yeah, you can filter specifically by buy-in um, to make sure you're getting just your BBM3 exposures versus your puppies. I think the default is it shows all of your 2022 tournament exposures if they have the same uh, settings. So the puppy, the first puppy and BBM3, same settings, it will default to lump those in together. And, and you're talking about the CSV that Underdog gives you? Um, I'm talking about on the site. Yeah, when you um, go to your rankings page, I could go there in a second to show people. Oh, actually, that yeah, because that's what I want to automate next is exposure so you don't even have to upload it. Right. So they do have a page. I yeah, I could – I'll go show – I'll go there we, after this pick. Yeah, we could do it later. Um, 
let's see. Is hot is so- man. I was George Kittle is such a smash at pick five four. I was really hoping he would fall there. Um, Brian, what do you want to do here? This is a this is a choose your own adventure. I mean, I would I would take Allen Robinson. I like it. Let's do it. Allen Robinson, come on down here. I mean, and this is where I'm really going to be put to the test. You saw I have, you know, 2% David Montgomery. Um, A couple of these I'm okay with. 2% David Montgomery, 2% Amari Cooper. I'm not super comfortable with 3% Darnell Mooney. He's just been a guy I just haven't been able uh, to get. Well, he gone. Um, Montgomery will be gone by the time it comes back to you anyways. Yeah. You got no Clyde Edwards Hilaire, huh? Yeah, he's been dropping. I do think well, this, I think, was a naming issue on Ken Walker. I have a yeah, decent amount. Yeah, that's the ETR has a different name. I'll, I'll, I'll fix that. Yeah. They also, one has um, no decimals like KJ Hamler, K.J. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the bane of any, you know, spreadsheet. Yeah. Bro, the, the, uh, you got to get your name index matching all, all yeah. squared away. And, Mm-hmm. But football's not that bad, so there's only a couple. Yeah. Um, Sam saying, yo, just tuning in, this seems incredibly helpful and would change how I draft. Would there be any way to layer in player combo exposures? Now yeah. <laughs> Now you're entering a new territory well, here. It only associates with the player's name. Right. So, like, if you were going to do uh, – probably the most useful thing there would be, like, a QB combo, Right. Right. But you could do that in your Excel sheet. You could get like the QB, um, the QB exposure with their wide receiver ones. Yeah, and then and then put that in there under their name. So instead of putting their their exposure at like fifteen percent, you could put it at like oh, it's thirty percent with their number one. But on these yeah. other teams, you just have like singles with like Lamar Jackson or something, and then right. maybe you want to force in some stacks with him. I don't know. But yeah, you right. And it and in Spike Week has the that data available. I I know through their new tools, but as far as overlaying that in real time, um, I that seems like that would be a, a tough ask. So Brian, I was just showing you yeah. this is the exposure page here. I can filter how'd you get there? 25. So if you go to drafts and then mm-hmm. completed, and then uh-huh. you know, these are all the different kind of categories. So I go to the 2022 season. Uh-huh. And then I can hit exposure here. This is where you email exposure gotcha. to BSB. And then this is where I can filter for specifically my BBM3 exposures here. Got it. Okay. Um, and, and there's my guy, KJ Hamler. It, it says I don't have any of him, but I have a lot of him. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Kenneth says, what is the name of the app? Brian, do you have a good name for this app yet? Or are we just calling it the, the brick sports HUD? No, I was going to call originally it was the sports book HUD. Um, Cause you could do pickums and sports book overlays too, but I don't yeah. know how that SEO is going to work fly with Google and yeah. uplo- you know, uploading it to their site. So, uh, but we don't have a new name. So that's the tab on my website, Sportsbook Hub. But we might maybe just go Sports Hud. <laughs> I like that. I mean, it is a little tough from a branding, right? Because it's almost like you should have a, you know, the Bricks Best Ball uh, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> you need some name for that. But then you don't, you don't like that name? No. 
Frank's best ball buddy. He'll draft along with you. I'm picturing like the Microsoft paperclip, but it's like your head that just like pops up <laughs> the drafts. <laughs> uh, so I did take uh, Dalton Schultz there uh, right at ADP. I have 15% of him. Uh, I definitely prioritize the, those elite tight ends when I can. I think you can definitely quibble if Schultz is an elite tight end, but I think he has the potential to kind of finish in that top five there. So at ADP, kind of structurally, hits uh, something I'm trying to do there. So I went ahead and grabbed him despite some of these other running backs around him who I have very little of. Okay. Gibson's been dropping a little bit in the draft. Is he like injured or something? Antonio? No, there, there was a Ron Rivera report the other day where he once again said, Hey, this is going to be a committee situation. And you know, JD McKissick's back uh, and they drafted a rookie, Brian Robinson. And so I think everyone's just like, this is a three-way committee. This feels gross. That said, uh, you know, in like these managed leagues, like when we do FFPC main events, like a player like Gibson is such an easy fade to me. But again, he does have, he's kind of like an arbitrage Nick Chubb where he's not going to have the full bell cow role, but he just has the talent to rip off really big plays. So in this format where we're just trying to get a couple spiked weeks towards the end of the season, I still want to have some shares of Antonio Gibson and he continues to slide. He can be, I got him at pick 80 in a zero RB build. And I'm, I'm very content to take him there. Mm. Josh J like all of these backs here. Um, I think will kind of continue to slide. Maybe I'm trying to think here. Do I have any good tiebreakers? I'm looking at quarterback situations. I don't have any obvious stacks with the guys available here. I do prefer Eli Mitchell, I think, to these guys, just as like a bigger cut. Um, let's do that since I have the least amount of the running backs in this range, only 3% Eli Mitchell. Yeah, ETR likes him too. He's a, he's an interesting one. He was he was really good last year. They did draft Tyrion Davis Price, the rookie who's getting a little bit of buzz, but I think everyone similar to kind of the Patriots running backs over the years where everyone's just like Kyle Shanahan just messes with this too much. I always get burned taking the most expensive one. Um, and I think everyone just is expecting to get rug pulled by, uh, by Kyle Shanahan, but, um, I'm, I'm happy to, to kind of scoop him here. And if you, if you are projecting a super big leap for the 49ers offense, like the market is with Trey Lance, you got to assume Mitchell's going to be a big beneficiary of that. What do you think about you have no uh, CEH? What do you think about like, okay, let's say just for shits and gigs, he's, he's an optimal play. Are like all your lineups dead? If, uh, if who is sorry, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, just someone you have zero of someone you have zero of hits the nuts. So I guess you think about it through two different lenses, right? Like hits the nuts as a league winner, like, um, I'm trying to think of, so like Debo Samuel was going around the same range last year that Clyde Edwards Hilaire is. Mm-hmm. And so those teams who had, you know, Debo Samuel at seventh, eighth round costs, like almost all of them advanced to the playoffs, but like Debo actually wasn't like a week through 15 through 17 league winner. He actually kind of cooled off down the stretch. So in that regard, um, I have a hard time. Like, I'm not worried if Clyde Edwards Hilaire is like a weeks one through 14 league winner. I, I am dead if he puts up what 40 points in week 17, then, then I'm done. Right. 
Yeah, there's there's nothing you can do about that. Maybe it was more of like a drafters question. Like yeah. If Clyde Edwards Hilarious then the nut lineup on drafters, you're dead and you have zero percent. Like it right, might be worth it to like at least get one percent of like a lot of guys. Yeah. That might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. And kind of how I try to handle those guys is generally those guys I have not a lot of um the market in the rooms generally agree with me and don't like those guys. And so I basically know that I'm there's going to be times where I'm going to get a discount at them. And say I'm in a zero RB build. I need my first running back in the room. Let CEH fall around past ADP. Um, I am going to pick my spots and, and scoop some shares there. And it, it is a bet you want to make an ambiguous backfield. You have, you know, CEH and Rojo are going in a similar range that like James Connor and Chase Edmonds were going through last year on the Cardinals. And Connor was the cheaper one and ended up being the smash. But you know, one of the best offenses in football, an ambiguous backfield. I know we all think CH sucks, but I agree with you. He he's not a guy I'm I'm willing well, to I was in. making more just a more like a overall game theory comment. Like yeah. I don't know shit about these players. I'm saying like any reasonable player, anyone who's mm-hmm. reasonably expected to be picked, and you have zero percent of that player. Yeah. In like a drafter's format, is it ideal to try to at least get one percent by the end of the year? If you're going to 150 in a reasonable player, you know, who will be selected in almost every draft, or is it, no, you should, you know, just go to value town every time. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I would just say I still wouldn't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply force it right if you had zero percent and you're like do i need to reach to grab ceh here um but i I think if you're just default drafting off at adp you're going to end up getting him a few times and not passing on him in those scenarios um this is kind of a gross spot i was hoping dak prescott would fall um i guess we could take i don't want to get squeezed out too much at quarterback we drafted Allen robinson so yeah that's what i was thinking stack him up and uh and it's right about ADP too, so not too yeah. bad. Uh, Chris saying take CH here. We might, after that discussion, be forced to take him if the room lets a, him fall <laughs> one more, one more round. I here. could, I could have randomly picked a hundred different players for mm-hmm. my example. Pete really focused in on the backfield situation for the Chiefs for me, but it was really more a comment of just like any reasonable player who was going to be taken at the end. You're looking at drafters, and you have zero of them. You were dead from the start. Yeah. Yep. I do think 
it's a little, you know, it's a little different than like, you know, a DFS lineup, right? Where there's only nine spots. The guy who just smashes, like you're drawing dead to win the Millie maker that week. If you don't have him, you know, I think there's a little bit more variables going on with just 18 roster spots. Um, that I think you can survive some of those. I mean, people have heard me and Bimefor talk ad nauseum about our team last year that finished eighth and didn't have a single one of the league winners. No Cooper Cup, no Debo Samuel, no Jonathan Taylor, no Mark Andrews, no Joe Burrow. So like it is it is possible to still be live without the quote unquote league winners. Well, definitely an underdog, but there's no playoffs and drafters. It's just yep. high score. Yep. Um, but you could still, there's probably enough combos where you could still get away with it. Right. But as a tiebreaker, it probably should work itself out more of like you were saying to actually use CH as an example, where now he's probably too high. It looks like he's too high in the, in the past week or two. Yeah. And then eventually he'll drop his ADP will drop. And then you could probably sneak a few in and at around 90 or something. For sure. And then you'll actually get them. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what other options here that I'm interested in. Um, I might, I might, uh, I was definitely going to take CH there at 90 died. Of course, uh, hot sauce picks him up here. I think what I'll do is I think I will grab chase Claypool. Um, we already have Deontay Johnson. Um, it will give us opportunities for a late double stack if we want it. And I also have no problem just making a bet on these guys, even without one of the quarterbacks. Okay. One of the That's things another I've option. Been- Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was thinking, like, maybe we should have another highlighting option for, um, uh, like, the quarterbacks of all your wide receivers, but that might be overkill. Well, honestly, what I wouldn't personally mind, and this was actually going to dovetail with what I was going to say, is I right now the highlighting is just for if you have a quarterback, right? Yeah, It'll- if you have a quarterback, then it highlights all its te- all the teammates. Yeah, so like if we go down here and see, you see go, my yeah. Van Jefferson, Darrell Henderson, what I was going to say and how I've been thinking about it and is that I wouldn't mind just having the teammates, any teammates that you already have highlighted because that's really how I'm thinking about correlation a lot. Obviously, I want to prioritize QB to pass catcher, but I am thinking a lot about more like season-long macro correlation, making bets on offenses in teams and I'm I'm not shying away from from teammates, even if I don't have their quarterback. Hmm. That's another column you could add, like total players from that team you've drafted so far, mm-hmm. like per 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 lineup, maybe instead of just total. Well, so like I have a ton of Chiefs or something like that. Like I gotta chill out on the Chiefs or or add yeah. or double down on them. I don't know. Well, I wanted to ask you this question about correlation because I do my one thing that I might I kind of think is happening is because the bring back stuff with week 17 is so popular like what do you think is a stronger correlation like a a week 17 bring back say getting a running back on the other team as the wide receiver that you've already drafted versus say I have um let's say I have C or uh Sky Moore on the Chiefs and then I grab Ronald Jones on the Chiefs as well so obviously they're going to be negatively correlated on a per play basis, but if the Chiefs win week 17, 40 to 10, I'm going to want to be on that team side correlation more than the bring back. Like, do you think you should be neutrally weighting those or is one of those more valuable to you? Hmm. 
I don't know. Um, and this is also saying you don't know their um, their strength of schedule, playoff strength of schedule, too, because right. that's like a tiebreaker, right? I think mm-hmm. I'd rather have a dome guy than any of that, honestly. Like, yeah. Uh, but um, I don't know. I would I, I would guess probably the teammate correlation. Mm-hmm. The um, the correlation thing is. I like the teammate. Oh, or oh, that would be. I'm sorry, you said the bring back correlation, but still, the thing I, with the, the yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say what I've kind of observed, and I always feel like I'm a good proxy too from for the people drafting of how I think is that it's just sexier to make the bring back pick that ride r- the mini correlation running back wide receiver versus like when you tack on Rojo to MVS to chiefs player, it just like, it doesn't feel quite as sexy, but I'm like, you're still getting correlation. It's just in a macro team sense, as opposed to on the individual play level for week 17. Right. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Cause the correlations I'm familiar with are game by game. Not that's like a whole season long thing, right. Or multiple games. But, but there would be, you look at like, um, say if you were to look at the Thunderdome or some of the small field GPPs on a given week. And I remember last year, like lots of, uh, sharp players would have your Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, and a pass catcher from the box where they're making a big concentrated bet on an offense with a high implied team total, not worried it in specifically breaking ties in those scenarios where that running back does catch passes, but you've even seen it teams rolling out Tannehill, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown. So I'm just kind of, I know it's not as strong of a correlation, but I think it still is something to consider. Huh? Did Rotoviz do any advancement uh, studies on advancement for core, like stacking one, two, three players from the same team with their QB. And if that improves advancement, rate. Yeah, and in ETR and uh, Jack Miller just had a big stacking article up as well, and it, it definitely does. If if anything, his data showed that you know the field was sta- uh, stacking a, a decent amount, but that the field was probably underutilizing double stacks in in their best ball with their getting the second okay. uh, stacks with their quarterbacks as well. Okay, good because that, that backs up my intuition. Where I was trying to go, uh, maybe a show or two ago, Pete, I made it uh, in a. Uh, like an, a basketball idea about like trying to get all the players from the same team because in the playoffs and I, I didn't really make any sense, but that's kind of what it's more like getting at is it seems to me that it would be like if a QB goes off, there's a really, you know, there's a solid chance that the advancement rate of his teammates will also improve. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, a double positive. Right. So you well, get the obvious correlation of, you know, Mahomes throw. You could pick whoever you want. Uh, Mahomes throws. Oh, that's a hor- that's a horrible pick. No, I'm kidding. Well, um, it, keep going, and then I'll, we could talk about this because it's about what we were just discussing. So you get the obvious. Mahomes throws to um, – who's wide receiver there now? Um, uh, scaling? Anyways, he, th- he throws to one of his wide receivers. You get that one obvious, but you also get – when they both do really well, it's pretty likely that your team will will advance where there's no court. So it's kind of like a like a since it's the playoff structure, it's kind of like a, a double bonus, if that makes yeah. any sense. I'm not sure if the Sims would show that out, but uh, I have a I have a hunch that I think they would. 
Yeah, and Eric's saying wide receiver one and same team RB1 correlate almost the same as wide receiver one and opposition wide receiver and higher than opposition running back. And um, and I also think cost definitely factors into that too, right? The same thing in like DFS. If if you were spending, you know, 9K on Derrick Henry and 9K on AJ Brown when they were on the Titans, like that you, you, the benefits of that correlation are probably diminished based on the cost and how it's hamstringing the rest of your lineup. The same thing here. I ended up taking Alexander Madison. I took Justin Jefferson in the first round. You might say, hey, week 17, you know, if Justin Jefferson's scoring touchdowns, that means touchdowns Alexander Madison isn't scoring. But I think it's a little different than if I had Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook like I'm, I'm now getting the RB one in this scenario, assuming cook gets hurt at a really, really cheap price tag. And I feel like I could get the macro team benefits. Um, if that breaks, right. Sure. Yeah. I was, I was completely kidding. I would totally I no, no, no. taking him. Um, the, you know, another thing too, is since we're not playing DFS, like in DFS, you're kind of like, you're, you want this correlation to just go off. Right, you mm-hmm. want like three touchdowns to the wide receiver, two to the tight end. Your quarterback throws them all. In in best ball, could kind of go. It doesn't have to go that crazy. So, like, let's say Mahomes throws fifty touchdowns. I'm, this is totally not going to happen. But let's just say he throws twenty five to Kelsey and twenty five to one of your wide receivers. Like, it doesn't have to happen on the same game. It can happen over right. fourteen weeks. Um. So and then and then the, if Mahomes has a monster season, I'm just using him as an example. Yeah. I don't know why, but uh, you're probably much more likely to advance if you have a shit ton of guys from the Chiefs. Like yep. overdo it. Like not even two. Like throw in whatever their fifth wide receiver if you can, or or their yeah. their backup running back or whatever. I'm not sure if that's 100 percent true, but like I might that might be better than the run back. RB on the other team in week 16 or something. You know what I mean? As a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I can pull up in a second in my video, my week 17 video, I showed this team that finished in the top 10 last year in best ball mania that used 11 of their 18 roster spots exclusively on Packers and Bengals just onslaughted both of those. And not only made it through the gauntlet of the regular season, where I think that onslaughting is probably more effective, but even was able to weave their way through week 15, in 16, just because he was getting ceiling outcomes from, you know, what ended up being underpriced Bengals and Packers. The the only problem with that is week 17 or maybe even 16. Like there's only so many touchdowns to go around and you're playing uh, how many were in the finals, Pete? 300 people, I think. Last year it was 180. Okay. 180. You do not need an onslaught, right? Like you do not need like a double stack with a bring back. It, like you do in DFS uh, in an 180 man field, you re- you really just want chalk, uh, you know, at that point with a little bit of. Uh, uh, I am getting a weird error on here that says something with my account isn't right. So I'm going to try to make this pick on my phone. Okay. Otherwise five seconds. Yeah. It's not letting me select right now. It well, says something it. That, that I was logged out. Well, you're going to have uh, Devante Parker. I well, I wanted nope. Devontae Parker. I got Ronald Jones. You got Ronald Jones. Um, I didn't want to take a running back there. I wanted to get another wide receiver. He was playing our guy Chase Edmonds in week 17. I don't know what happened there. That was weird. It wouldn't let me update my queue. Let me get uh get back in. 
Um, okay, I'm back. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, make sure if it, uh, you can add people. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. Well, we are done now drafting didn't, running backs. Didn't you just trash talk Jones like a minute ago? No. <laughs> I know. I was like, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, I didn't think I needed to go running back there. I think with this anchor RB build, I could have waited a little bit for my fifth running back, but I, I don't mind getting Ronald Jones 10 picks after ADP, and I will I will be done drafting running backs now. Um, I had, I timed out like three times my, my first one that I did. Really? Yeah. I got like Deshaun Watson as my number one QB. I'm like, this is, this is not going to be, this is not going to be good. (laughs) Um, I know. I, I have some early Deshaun Watson shares, like, you know, round nine, round 10, which at the time I'm like, oh man, what a value here. And now it's, uh, I I was going to, I was going to take Mac Jones late just as like a QB I know starting and I timed, and I timed out. So I didn't have a backup. And so my last pick, I took uh, Baker Mayfield. It was the last pick yeah. in the draft. My thought was like, well, if Watson gets suspended for the year, uh, they'll probably keep Mayfield. But if he doesn't get suspended, they'll probably trade him. And then I actually do have, hopefully have a second QB and Watson starting. I don't know. It was a disaster. There you go. Um, I am going to complete um tight end here so i'm done there i i did guys bye week twitter is going to come for me i did draft two tight ends that have a week nine bye but a boonham uh plays ronald jones in week 17 and now we can uh, be done at tight end how closely are you paying attention to these buys on on best ball the underdog style the only place I pay attention to them are quarterbacks. Um, if I'm doing a two quarterback build, yeah. I, I kind of just think giving up, you know, 25 some points is too much tight end. I feel like I'm giving up on average, probably somewhere from like six to eight points. And it seems a little more negligible. Would you ever draft just one QB? You know, I haven't done that. Um, I've seen a couple people do it. Um, I, the the scenario where I think I would do it is if there's definitely quarterbacks are getting pushed up, but there's still so many values late. It was like, if all the quarterbacks got super expensive relative to what they were offering you, maybe I could, could see it, but it just thinking of getting through the gauntlet of those, you know, three uncorrelated tournaments where it's like, okay, you take Josh Allen and I mean, you, you really need him to put up like three straight weeks of 35 points, which just seems thin. I don't know. I, I thought I think the drafters format maybe it makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. But even giving up one week of twenty points, you know, fifteen to twenty-five points probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That seems for your for your tenth wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the tenth wide receiver can win yet the yeah. tournament, but I don't know. I, I do uh best ball moderate saying solo tight end sounds legit. I do think even that I could see even more. Like if you take Kelsey yeah. and it's just cause that what I, if you're drafting Kelsey early, you, if you're drafting optimally, you're, you're waiting pretty far to draft your second tight end anyways. And then it's like, how many times is that second tight end going to outscore Kelsey? Like you need Kelsey to just be healthy and smash all right. year anyways. But, you know, weird stuff happens. Like, I remember Leone last year. He made it to the finals of the FFPC tournament, and he told the story of he accidentally auto-drafted Ben Roethlisberger as a QB3. Like, didn't want him, didn't want three quarterbacks in that build. He wouldn't have ended up advancing to Week 17 if it wasn't for this one random Big Ben week where he snuck into his lineup and gave him just enough points 
to advance. So obviously that's highly anecdotal, but it does go to show that yeah. the way this stuff breaks is, is incredibly random. I would, I would think QB tight ends, even if you don't have Kelsey, you just have a shit like a, like a, like a late round tight end. Yeah. It's still, it still makes more sense than QB because if they get hurt, like what you're missing out on like three to nine points from your shitty tight end. But if yeah. your QB gets hurt, you're, you're done. You're basically right. done. Um, yeah, it's probably, but I mean, if you do get squeezed somehow and there's just no one sitting there and you're late, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I'm the, the only thing I'm concerned about with this team right now is figuring out what our second or potentially third QB plan is going to be. We still have our out for Kenny Pickett with a double stack with our pit guys. If I do do Kenny, Kenny Pickett, I think I kind of want a three quarterback build because I don't feel great about just Stafford and Pickett. I am going to grab David Bell here. Um, just a, yeah. a rookie wide receiver who's, you know, profile I'm way more excited about than, you know, say Sammy Watkins or Curtis Samuel. Um, ETR has him uh, much higher too than yeah. ADP. Yeah, lots of uh, you know the new Jarvis Landry comps there. Um, I've been but I've been just, in the Zach Wilson spot here. Yeah, I like I like Zach Wilson. You know, I I think through, you know, who are the guys I already have that I could stack up? Who are the guys I would maybe be able to backdoor to backdoor? Matt Ryan's still out there. I'm assuming. No, I was looking at him with Pittman, what? and he he went yeah. Donkeys. Um yep. I mean Baker, Deshaun. Is Deshaun gone too? Uh Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Cool. That's kind of crazy. I really think Deshaun's gonna get suspended for the whole season. It's definitely possible. And I also uh, it's, just... it's amazing how Goodell goes from like suspending people for pot for a whole year, but then <laughs> Someone beats up their girlfriend and they get like two games. And then now it's like, oh, no, this, I'm, it's going to be a whole year. Like he has no, it's like he has no idea like what he's fucking doing. Like there's no continuity to his penalties. Like there is it. I think well, the, he's the, like, the, oh, I thought drugs were bad still. Oh, wait, you guys <laughs> like drugs? Okay. Well, then we'll stop suspending them. Oh, but you could still beat up girls, right? Like he's gonna fucking oh, the, where, the, where are you, what era are you from? The troops need drugs. We're back in on drugs. We're back in on drugs. Okay. Yeah, pot's pot's good. Sorry about that. Wait, you can't beat up girls? Okay, suspended for a year. Like yeah. It's like he, he's no, no moral center whatsoever. All right. So this is what I'm gonna do. Um, because structurally here. I want to get to three quarterbacks and then we'll tack on two more wide receivers. So we'll end up with a three, five, eight, two build. So now it's just figuring out how we're going to do it. I do want to take Pickett as my last QB. Um, and then that leaves me with a quarterback and two other wide receiver slots. I think because I wanted to get, um, I have chase Edmonds week 17. I do like Mac Jones and there's a couple options with Kendrick Bourne and Tyquan Thornton that I'm going to set that up here. Um, wow. and then I can get at least one new England pass catcher, maybe two along with Kenny Pickett to round this out. This is just like a, a maestro conducting an orchestra. <laughs> here. This is impressive. 
this is this is what uh you know i'm uh, just going uh etr has him five spots lower draft <laughs> that it is the one the one nice thing about when you do a bunch of these and you can kind of reverse engineer these backdoor stuff eric mentioned the mills mechie as an option there and then i kind of just decided to use the Edmonds play is to kind of reverse engineer myself into that that new england stack versus versus miami in week 17 the um i'm trying to think if there were any other correlations i wanted to get but at this point um i'm more focusing on kind of the team correlations here um we didn't get a baltimore guy for our hit bring back. And this is another one of those spots here, right? Where I know I have kind of one luxury wide receiver pick and you could say, all right, what, what's better to double stack Mac Jones, you know, get Kendrick Bourne and Tyquan Thornton or mm. to prioritize a bring back for our Baltimore or sorry, our Pittsburgh stack, because I have Duvernay, Tylon Wallace. And those are kind of the spots where I'm just not sure which one is more optimal. I think I would definitely double stack. Um, yeah. But where is that other New England guy? How far down is he? He's he's far down because he's a rookie. Um, mm. Yeah. Nice rationalization. Oh, 7% already? Oh, I yeah. see what's going on here. Fucking Homer. Homer. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, Tyquan Thornton's an interesting one because he, is, he was a second-round pick, and almost all of the other second-round picks are going significantly higher than him. For some reason, the market has decided because he wasn't, you know, a super highly, you know, touted prospect by the draft nets coming in because he went to New England and people just aren't excited about that passing offense. He's just incredibly cheap. But if we're thinking probabilistic, uh, probabilistically about these second-round wide receivers, I think there's a an inefficiency there. Uh, someone's watching this stream, huh? Who? We just lost Bourne, didn't we? Did we? Oh shit! Yeah, so it's gonna, single stack. It is because Lord knows I'm not taking Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Ain't doing that. Um, that People's, is the problem. What's that guy's name? People's Republic of something. Yeah. People's Republic of Daniel. If I couldn't be tilted enough, I mean, who who has a 36 character yeah. name on Underdog? <laughs> they should ban that. Too many characters. Do any character. Look at his characters go over into the other guy's column. It's it's really That's unfair. This, this is like the guy, you know, the fat guy on the plane that gets the middle seat and he's just spilling over into you. He, see, he is watching. Uh, <laughs> Spags and I have this theory <laughs> that anytime we do a draft, a hundred percent of the people in the draft are watching because there'll often be people whose names I don't recognize in the chat that never talk. And the second you start talking about their team, they come out of the woodwork into the chat. You go, Daniel, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> These guys are EVD gens. God, I know. They, they put really more time, are. put some more time into this and some other things. You could probably make a lot of money in real life. Don't I promise you. you. Uh. These are the people that are going to buy your app, Brian. Don't make fun <laughs> no, of No, and watch your streams, and I'm I'm telling them not to. <laughs> I'm not a good salesman, Pete. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's what, go so ahead you, and go ahead you and take whatever you want. I'm not going to risk losing Thornton. Uh, yeah, all right, obviously. 
you have to change your draft strategy based on live streaming, apparently. I know. Um, which, so obviously it looks like you got 8% Julio, so you're fine with taking Julio. Or have you changed your opinion? Um, No, no, I'm, I'm fine taking Julio. Yeah. Julio there. This was kind of a unique one where normally I have more of my stacks kind of set up or completed this far, but because I had only one quarterback and I ended up having to kind of use these last few picks to kind of correlate those picks. Um, Eric, you are the world's biggest, um, Odell Beckham fan. First of all, we don't even know if he's going to be on the Rams. Second of all, we don't even know if he's going to be healthy enough to play. Third of all, I don't like Robinson's Odell. there now. Yeah. Um, that does kind of make sense though for the Stafford stack. Is he is he still under contract? Um he, no, he he's a free agent right now. Mm, okay, well, who knows where he's going to be then. I do I will say in general I don't like single stacking Stafford and I certainly don't like single stacking Stafford without Cooper Cup. Like in these scenarios for this for this team to win 2 million, we probably need a Cooper Cup injury. Hmm. Um, do we have any other highlighted guys down here? I mean, we are down bad on the highlights. I mean, everyone just got scooped here. Here's some highlights. Ugh. James white, Johnny Smith. Gross. James white. Um, I get, I get, should I take Odell Beckham for the P even though I think he's a, he's a bad pick. Sure. Sure. We'll do it. for Is you he guys. even going to play this year? <laughs> I don't think so. But easy yells at me every time I don't take Odell. There, so there you go. go. Peace offering. Just remember that pick. Um, I would take off, not that this matters, but if I was looking through the highlighted uh, stacks, I would take yeah. off the QB tab just so it's RB wide receiver tight end. Saves. Yeah, yeah. Save your life. Good save call. yourself two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take I'm gonna take Pickett here with my last pick because we already have. If both Claypool and Deontay Johnson smash – I just, I personally cannot envision Mitch Trubisky just leading these guys to. You know, you're going to get sniped. You're going to get sniped here. If someone wants to take Kenny Pickett to complete their, you know, their QB three with Pat Fryermuth, God bless them. It would just be to to, to tilt you up and tighten (laughs) chat. I, hopefully, I think I've uh, I've learned not to show my tilt too much because I don't want to reward bad behavior. You know, I got to play <laughs> it cool so that it doesn't encourage them to do it more. Uh, different people are rewarded different ways, Pete. Maybe playing it cool is what they want. You never know. Um, so if you guys do want to get this uh, this app all set up, you can do it on brick75.com. It's the Sports HUD tab. There's instructions on how to install it on Chrome or Mozilla. And then there are going to be more kind of automated things coming down the pipeline. And you can always uh, hit up Brian if you have questions on getting started on this. Any Anything I'm forgetting there? No, it's uh, Mozilla is, is the easiest way. But if you use Chrome, you'll have to self-install until we get it up on their their store the uh it's a 2 day free trial it does cost money Pete it's we have a 2 day free trial 25 bucks a month after that yep um but you could try it for a couple days if you if you want and it works on a lot of other stuff we're just doing like one piece of it here like so yep. it works on pickums like prize picks uh what other sites am i forgetting um on uh, superdraft yeah. superdraft has pickums now uh, DraftKings player props. Um, 
drafters best ball too, not just underdog best ball. And then we'll add as demand dictates, I guess. Like I, to me, it seems like DraftKings best ball would be next. Yeah. Yeah. So you can pick your DraftKings and pick ums, your, your underdog here. Here's your drafters uh, section as well. So going to keep uh, building this all out. And this is through the, like I just clicked the sports HUD uh, Chrome extension. And this is where I I'm, I'm at right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's just a little icon, you know, I mean, if you haven't ever used an extension, then you might need a little extension tutorial, but it's just like any other extension. It's the top right of your browser. It has a little icon, a little S icon. You just click on it, log in. That's where the settings are. You can open, you can click quickly open underdog and stuff like that. Um, that's what I want to add next for, um, exposures so you can automatically um display exposures and you don't have to get the csv and then upload it yep and right now you can see this is on viewing the data on the csv i uploaded mm -hmm. so obviously has my player and then i decided to have week 16 matchup week 17 and then my current exposures but this is what we're talking about you can adjust you can upload whatever value you want that you can display numerically or with you know characters or characters and the headers too, Pete. I gave you these default headers, but you could yeah. put like W16 or W17 or whatever you want for a header. And then you, there's a show header display yeah. um, that you could turn on or off. And uh, it won't work now, Pete, because you have too many characters there. Like it'll it'll run over. So you only want like a couple characters for your headers. Or and you don't have to display three columns. You could display one, just exposures, and then spell it out, you know, or whatever you want to fit it in there. Um, but it depends on the, it's kind of tough because I'm a noob and Pete is obviously uh, well-versed in basketball. So it's kind of tough to know what everyone wants. So we kind of just have a lot of everything. Yeah. And I do think it, it changes, right? Like early on before I had the schedules memorized, I, I would have wanted week 17 and, and everything. Now I, I've kind of have that down and now I'm like, Oh man, the exposures is super valuable yeah. or um, you know, having some of those other kind of fuller playoff schedule kind of holistic stuff would be interesting to me. But like you said, depending on where you are at in your best ball DGen process, certain information is going to be more valuable than others. Definitely. And where the, um, where the tournament's at. So like we talked about earlier, the, uh, the super flex, their ADPs are off. So I would upload a real, eight, you know, real rankings from somewhere. So I know what that, what's going on. Cause I don't know what is going on there or when uh, the season starts. Yeah. <laughs> As Casey says, brick, love the idea to call it bricks drafting buddy. <laughs> I just that pictured the logo <laughs> being a stuffed animal that you're holding. Didn't, didn't we just, and we're, we're going to be having this on our next show. Uh, Alex is Baker's going to be on and we're going to talk about the name change. Uh, awesome. Uh, Scotastic. Yeah. Or stochastic. I can't even pronounce this. Stochastic. Uh, stochastic. <laughs> <laughs> if that's hey, I don't work there. No, I'm laughing because it's it is a legitimate mouthful to say. <sighs> but the re I'm assuming one of the reasons he's going to say they changed the name is because it, he doesn't want it just associated with him, and so he has to work there the rest of his life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like they need to be able to sell their products and stuff. I know everyone's joking. Well, I don't know how much Pete's joking. He probably thinks that's a good idea for an app name. 
no, here's what I, I, I think that's an awful name. I do think it would be good if you had kind of a specifically uh, branded name just that, uh, you know, rolled off the tongue and had a little more pop than Brick Sports Hood. Hmm. PD Sports Hood? Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. I love that. Hate brick sports up. Sports up. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Um, here, we could review uh, this team real quick before we wrap up. I did get Kenny Pickett. No one sniped me on that. Uh, thank you. So we ended up with a three quarterback build. Don't do a lot of these, but I think it made sense in this context where we got shut out of the elite ones. So Matthew Stafford, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. Um, we went with the five running back build Saquon, Elijah Mitchell, Chase Edmonds, Alexander Madison, Ronald Jones. So Saquon there is kind of the, the modified anchor RB and then wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson, Chase Claypool, David Bell, Tyquan Thornton, Odell Beckham. I think a good mixture there of some vets and young guns and also the stacks and then tight end pretty solid there minus the egregious two players on the same by Dalton Schultz. Albert Akui Boonham, Brian, I know you've done 4,000 drafts. Please give this a grade on a scale of one to a thousand. One to a thousand, uh, 725. That feels about right. You know, C plus kind of area there. Um, well, we appreciate you guys all hanging out. Like Brian said, we will be back to our usual Wednesday time slot next Wednesday with, uh, with Osimo. We even uh, I won't we won't reveal it yet, but we had a former guest, a former popular guest, um, who I would consider underexposed. You don't see on a lot of shows. Reach out about coming back on the program, so we can tease that for a couple of weeks out as well, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're booked for the next two weeks, right? Or is it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. It should be fun. I don't think uh, there's anything else because PGA is over. So oh, I'll have. Uh, MMA ownership up on my site tomorrow for anyone, any of you MMA bros. Is it a good, is it a good slate? I don't, I don't, uh, well, I like all of them, but I don't think it's a, uh, a big card. Uh, UFC card yeah. Okay. I've been, uh, away most of these past weekends, but I'm going to be around, uh, tomorrow. So maybe I'll hop in those MMA streets with oh, you. Oh yeah. Ghana. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not a big one. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, actions, it's action. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, I will be, uh, if you guys want more best ball action today, Spags is doing his solo stream on the splash play channel at two 30. Um, it's the stream where he gets, uh, drunk and, and, uh, drafts teams for a couple hours. So you can do that. Otherwise I will be back on Monday at 10 AM for the regular best ball breakfast. Hit us up in discord. If you guys have questions about the app, uh, I think it's a very fun companion piece. I want to get it, uh, up and going here for the super flex puppy. Maybe I'll try a, a multi tabling experience over the weekend, Brian. Cool. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.